Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. New Orleans, Carolina. Uh, I did make a play on this game. And I've talked with a lot of people that really like New Orleans. They like what they saw week one. Jameis looks damn good. But the Packers also look terrible, and they can't win games in Jacksonville and Florida. Carolina, I got it at four. It's three and a half right now over at BetMGM. I uh, think Carolina keeps this close. They're at home. I think they may even win this game outright. I think they're going to get some pressure on Jameis, which the Packers were unable to do last week. I like what I saw from Sam Darnold. Granted, it was against the Jets. Um, I think that they're going to be solid offensively, and that was only week one. They didn't really play with their starters in the preseason, especially Christian McCaffrey. So I do like Carolina to keep this one close as Louisville scores. Oh, my gosh. 21-14. Too many points. Way too many points. And not the right side either, honestly. Forward with the touchdown grab, and uh, the play calling has been better for them UCF play calling, very sus. Like, extremely sus. We know one thing about UCF. They are a second-half team. They are a second-half team. This is true. It is true. It's true. Uh, I think Jameis might have fixed himself. <clears throat> Call me an it's early believer. Yeah. Call me an early believer, but I think time under Drew Brees, time with Sean Payton has gotten him to a place where he understands I don't always have to just throw bombs. Like, I can throw little dunks and dinks and dinks to all these different receivers. I can toss the ball to Alvin Kamara. Sometimes I can just give Alvin Kamara the ball. He threw 33 touchdowns in one season. If he could cut the number of interceptions that he had that same year in half, that's elite quarterbacking. Yeah, I mean, like, in, you know what? The play of the game for Jameis where I was like, man, maybe this is a different version of Jameis against Green Bay is there was a play where he had, like, all day in the pocket, which was pretty much the entire game. But he was just waiting, waiting, and there was nothing open down the field. So he actually threw the ball away, and that's just, like, a simple quarterback play where, like, with anybody else, you'd be like, okay, you move on to second down. But with Jameis, I was like, man, three years ago, he would have tried to force that and would have got picked yeah. off. Like, this is a new version. And it also helps when you have a play caller like Sean Payton. You know what I mean? So For sure. I definitely think that he's going to have a solid season. I like the number with Carolina. Jameis' passing yeah, yards, the by hook. the way, 231 and a half only. But it's heavily juiced, minus 155. Like, I would take I would take uh, New Orleans minus three, but the hook is very scary. Do you guys trust what you saw from Sam Darnold? Not really. I mean, he looked okay. Yeah, we need to he see more. Okay. He didn't look great. He didn't look terrible. He looked okay. Like, he had some spurts where he was like, oh, this is the Sam Darnold that we expected to see with the Jets, but it was the Jets holding him down. Another time, you're just like, that's exactly what I expect from Sam Darnold. And this New Orleans defense is faux real. Faux real. I believe so. Yeah. Uh, do you like... I, I would probably take the Saints to cover. Yeah. But I probably... if In all honesty, I'm going to stay away from this one because it, it wouldn't. it really wouldn't surprise me if Carolina way. was starting to, starting to gel and went out there and, and handled their business. I think both sides of the of the, of the the football field are, are just kind of over... We're in overreaction mode, which we're pretty much on in most any week two games now after we saw yeah. what happened in week one. But Carolina, McCaffrey looked healthy. McCaffrey had spurts that, uh, that he showed his talent that he has always had, but he's just always injured. Um... Wouldn't surprise me if the Panthers won, but in all honesty, I'm probably going to stay away. What do you guys think about the total? I was just about to ask you the same thing. Maybe thinking about the under. Yeah, but, a, but it's it's hard to talk, it's hard for me to take the under when Jameis Winston is involved. Exactly. And Chris McCaffrey's involved. 
Right. Because you don't even have to do much. Sam Darn doesn't have to play a perfect game to do a dump off to Christian McCaffrey. And he turns it up for 100 yards. I'd probably play the under if I was going to play the total. I'm probably just going to stay away, but if anything, just I'd probably lean the like, under. Like, think about this. 24-21 over hits. Right. That's not unconscionable numbers, folks. That math, you just start splitting up the numbers between the two. Even if Carolina covers, you can hit the over pretty easily. I think anything over like 47 right now, or anything under 47, I'm taking the over. Anything under 47, you're taking the over. Yeah. It is a very low total for two teams that have the weapons to Have the weapons and have quarterbacks that can throw. We don't know if Sam Darnold yeah, really can I throw yet. But he, lo- but he has Darnold. Robbie Anderson, so I trust him and Robbie Anderson together because even when he was on the trash-ass Jets, him and Robbie Anderson got busy. Yeah, yeah. and this is like a perfect game. To sp- I mean, I'm on it, but it's a game where you probably – I mean, if you don't really have a strong lean, you could stay away from because these are two teams that we don't know a whole lot about yeah. quite yet. I yeah. mean, obviously, you know, Jameis Winston takes over for Drew Brees, and then you have Sam Darnold taking over for, well, Teddy Bridgewater, but still – um, two teams you don't know a whole lot about in a division that we don't know a whole lot about. I mean, everybody yeah, loved Atlanta, and Atlanta looked absolutely oh, terrible, even on the offensive side of the ball, scoring only six points. And that's what I've been saying kind of like all week is just take a chill pill. Like, I, I wouldn't – I mean, I know – Ryan, you're a volume guy, so you're pretty much – I would not be surprised if you bet on every single game, but th- that's just who you are. But other people who are just looking for spots to choose, it, like, just really – be selective. Be selective and wait until you get a couple weeks under your belt to see what these teams really right. are. I mean, even with the I, – I love the Carolina – not the Carolina Panthers. I love the um, uh, the Arizona Cardinals. I thought they had a really good coming out party, and they were really impressive, but it's just one game. So, if anything, just keep an eye out on teams that you made. Like, if you'd like the Saints in this game to cover against the Panthers, you could take it. Or you could say, let me let me watch this digested pocket and, and, and take this information into the next game or the next couple of weeks. Or maybe just hop on it live. Right. Like, let these teams, before you get, because there's a lot of these teams, like, it would, the, Carolina could come out and go up 14-0. You have the Panthers, there, you have the Saints to cover three, and now they're, four, like, 10-point underdogs. You could have hopped on that for them to be a second-half team and just play it live. That's right. why I love live betting. I love that, too. Because you can get a lot of value, especially early in the NFL season. You just really never know what you're going to get out of teams because there's still a filling out process across all 32 teams in the NFL, even if they looked awesome in week one. I think you. I think the strategy for early NFL betting, to me, is this. like You find the teams that you know are, are going to be dogs, and you bet against them. And then you find teams, if you can, like Miami was last year. I, I saw Miami early last year, and I was like, man, they're being slept on. And I just took them to cover. And then once week six, week seven rolls around, that's when Vegas starts really tightening up the lines and things get real shaky. So that's the, that filling out uh, filling out process is. Vegas is filling it out too. So in, in my opinion, like you just take a couple of teams that you like on either side, whether they're dogs or whether you think that they're being slept on, and you just bet on them. Or like Ryan or, or like UQ, like just bet on it live.